I'm Fred McMurray, which means this must be... Pillars, Pillars, Pillars of Franchising. Pillars, Pillars, Pillars of Franchising. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Pillars of Franchising. We have a moment, but first, let's go to Sarah and talk about Word on the Street. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Kristen. How's it going? Good, good. What do you got for us today? So I was kind of wanting to talk about um, when you are going to start up a franchise, um, what kind of um, training do you get from your franchisor to kind of let you know how to run this company? the way they'd like to, the way that would be successful? Sure, absolutely. So that's a great question. A lot of people are interested to get started. You bring a certain set of skills to the table with you from a previous career, maybe from school, things of that nature. But when you enter into an agreement with a franchisor, um, some of those things carry over nicely, but they all have to be done within certain boundaries. So some of the things that you'll find a franchisor will offer you can be found in the franchise disclosure document or the FDD as we call it under item 11. So there are kind of three categories, if you will, that you should be looking for. One is gonna be the opening training. So that is what are all the things you need to do to get your systems working, get your office set up, kind of the overall operational flow of your day. Um, some sales training often they deliver for you. So you know how to describe and sell the value of whatever it is that uh, your company happens to specialize in. And then there's some ongoing training. And this is where I think it's really important because I remember, believe it or not, 17 years ago when we opened, um, the questions that I had initially were answered. But then you start your business, you start working with clients, and all of a sudden, more and more questions pop up. And as you get those steps down, well, then there's even more and bigger questions that pop up. Everything from maybe um, how do you maximize your profits? How do you minimize costs and expenses? Things of that nature that when you're getting open, you know, if you don't take that time to really research some of the companies and vendors that you use, you may have to go back and make some adjustments. Um, a lot of franchise brands also have franchise business coaches or field staff that go by different uh, names or acronyms. But those folks are really critical. Those are the ones that, you know, we just did a price change in my system. And for whatever reason, the calculations weren't working. So I called up my FBC and said, hey, it's not working. Can you take a look at it and help me out? Those people are critical. And it's really important to find a brand that has really strong franchise business coaches because they're your day-to-day -day person that you call and talk to. Um, and then there's the refresher training. And again, in item 11, if you look, most of them will tell you that they want to make sure that you're attending regional meetings. Usually there's an annual, whether they call it a reunion or a convention. And then we do a lot of webinars and calls like that with the franchisor for things that may be their new laws, which often vary by state. Maybe it is um, new products or categories that you're rolling out. So it just kind of keeps you in touch with the franchisor. Really great time to have some open dialogue and communication. Um, one thing I want to say that was really important in our brand was that during COVID, even though it didn't fit within the scope of what was outlined, our FBCs actually got on the phone with each and every one of us to say, hey, do you know how to fill out the paperwork for COVID relief? Yeah. And they took it upon themselves with the franchisor to make sure they learned how to do it. 
and then called each business to make sure we were all able to apply for the monies that were available from the federal government. So if you're in a good system, if you've been through COVID and you've experienced that extra support and help, that's a really good sign that you've got a strong management team behind you and they're really there to make sure that you're successful. Does that answer your questions? I know it's kind of a long-winded answer for you. No, yeah, that's really good. Um, So you wanna look for a company that has that support system, always go to those things. It's probably a good place to talk to other franchisees, either that own a different franchise to get and get their input too. Yeah, for sure. Validation is always key in any of these brands. The one thing I want to point out um, with co-employment being kind of um, in the wings here and in some states actually has really become a big issue. um, There are often spots that you don't receive training in and that is by design. So if you're not comfortable or familiar with HR practices, that's something I would say there's a lot of different resources out there, but take it upon yourself and make sure that you understand the hiring, the firing, the work comp process, unemployment process. What does that look like? Not only for the, for your company, but specific to the state that you operate in. So I hope that's been helpful. And if anybody has any other questions, you know how to find us at PillarsOfFranchising.com. Hey, franchise owners. How's your local marketing? Do you feel like you could use some help keeping up with your social media posts and comments and reviews? Do you wonder if you could be doing more to attract local customers? Are you able to identify new movements to your local area? At Westvine, we help franchisees like you reach more local customers through digital marketing. With daily monitoring, creative content, and ad placement, and customer data intelligence, we'll get your business in front of the people who want your products or services. We also work with franchisors who need an agency to handle the digital marketing for all of their locations. If you're ready to reach more local customers, give us a call at 805-265-5440 or visit us at westbine.com. That's 805-265-5440 or Westvine with a Y dot com. Yes, folks, it's time for Pillars of Franchising. We've got a, a one of the best guests we've ever had for show titles, Anthony Bird, hero of at least one of the two heroes of Two Birds, One Franchise Show. <laughs> I always love that one. That was still a crack me up. So, Anthony, when we last saw you, you were with DCV Ventures? DCV Franchise Group, Direct Connect Ventures. Yes, sir. But you're not now. Where are you? What happened? <laughs> we are not. We are now a part of Benetrends Financial. So, Benetrends being the oldest financing company in franchising, they celebrated their 40 year anniversary this year. Uh, actually acquired the financing arm of DCV Franchise Group from our old parent company, Singer Lee Wax. So, we are celebrating one year of that acquisition today. Awesome. And- Thank you. Yes, we are cheering that and could not be happier, without a doubt. Uh, our CEO, Rocco Ferentino, and DCB's founder, Reg Bird. Reg is still with us. He's the other half of, of the two birds, one franchise show, uh, <laughs> is is still there and now acts as our president of SBA Financing. But in a conversation that Reg, Rocco, and I had not too long ago, uh, Rocco shared this was the best acquisition he had ever been a part of, and we were in complete agreement. So we all couldn't be more thrilled than you know, what's going on and, and what we've been able to create in the last year. 
That's awesome. Well, when you say that you're doing SBA lending, I mean, that's a hot topic right now. We've had some conversation on the show before and the uh, whole thing with SBA and now eliminating these franchise directories. Tell me what that means, because people are getting really nervous. We have a lot of new brands on and some existing brands and nobody really knows what it means. Great point, Kristen. Absolutely. So, yes, DCV had been known, you know, for the last 20 years being the leader in SBA financing. And that was the big reason that Benetrends brought us on as the acquisition. You know, everybody knows Benetrends, 40 years of doing the 401k rollover. Very simple process to self-fund, but SBA has, has always been kind of that complicated process. And they've thrown a little bit of a wrench into it and in eliminating that SBA directory. And what most people don't realize, because we're thinking more in the current tense, is that the SBA directory has only been around actually the last five years. SBA itself has been around since 1952. And so the SBA directory was a way that the SBA tried to simplify what was a franchise, what was not a franchise. And it really allowed lenders to go in and use a database to find that this brand or concept, whatever it may be, have already been approved by the SBA. Well, I don't think that the SBA has the bandwidth or resources to be able to do that anymore. So they're giving the power back to the lenders. Ah, but does this mean that every single lender would have to have Molly Maid or the Happy Cat Hotel or Salty Dog? Every single lender has to have a list? They don't have to have a list. They just need to go through the process to verify that the franchise meets the definition of a franchise. They're still going to be required to sign the SBA forms and documentations. But let's take a little bit of a deeper dive into that, Kristen. And this Mm -hmm. really kind of falls into every lender in the country can go out and try and get an SBA loan. But there is a small subset of lenders called PLP lenders, and that stands for Preferred Lending Partner with the SBA. And these lenders can issue an SBA loan in-house without sending the loan off to the SBA government for approval because they still have to do that no matter what. But these PLP lenders are large enough that they can do this in-house. I think what we're really going to see struggle is, you know, let's just call it Tom went out there and tried to get an SBA loan and went to his local bank. His local bank isn't a PLP lender. They don't have the in-house counsel or attorney to review a franchise disclosure document to see if that concept is meeting the definition of a franchise. Tom is going to be so disenchanted and disillusioned, he might not ever get his SBA loan done. And so this is really falling back on the lenders to put this forward. And there shouldn't be lenders out there trying to do SBA loans if they don't have the resources to do that. And those aren't the banks that we're working with. Well, and that's actually a really good point. So the first question was, does this slow the process down? But it, it sounds like it kind of only slows the process down if somebody goes to the wrong bank which is really what we've been saying for the last three years or so since we started the show is don't just go down to your local bank because they don't necessarily understand franchising. Absolutely. And they may understand franchising, but don't have an interest in that concept. And somebody could get disillusioned and go, oh, great. Well, I guess the bank doesn't want to fund it, so I'll never be able to get a loan. And that's why it's so important for franchisors to have a funding partner and have a you know wealth of resources, somebody like Benetrends that could come in because we're not working with just one bank. We're working with dozens of different lenders to come in and find the right bank to fit somebody's franchise concept. It's going to be unique to the concept. It's going to be unique to the borrower and having that right partner and especially now more than ever with the directory being gone. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and let me ask you, you know, this environment doesn't 
feel good in a lot of different ways financially for people. What about in terms of getting money to open a franchise? Is it still a, a good time to do that? Is money readily available or not so much? Yeah, absolutely. And great point on that as well, Kristen. You know, what we see, especially in the media, especially with the bank runs that we've seen, the, you know, Silicon Valley Bank, what's happened, you know, bank shutting down, things of that nature. Uh, those are smaller lending institutions. And so the larger kind of banks that we use are readily available. They're looking to be able to lend to franchises, especially, I would say, even more so than independent businesses, because franchises and having that model and that support system behind it, that's what these banks are looking to lend. And so we're excited to say that we've averaged over $20 million a month in SBA financing this year alone. Not wow. $20 million the whole year, $20 million a month. And we have banks that are that are knocking down our door looking for lending. You know, we had one bank say, hey, our budget this year is a billion dollars in SBA lending. We're expecting a hundred million from Benetrends alone. And so there's a lot of pressure on us to go out there and find these deals to bring to the lenders because they're relying on us to put these together for them. They want us yeah. to put the package together. They want us to help with the business plan and the financial projections. And mm -hmm. that always speaks back to, you know, why we're in business is to put this forward because in most cases, you guys know better than most people are doing this for the very first time and they need that handholding guidance to, to be able to get us on the right path. The nice thing with Benetrends, I recall back when I funded my franchise, one of the things it was known for really was the rollovers, the 401k rollovers. What do you see for people today when they're looking for financing options? Do you see any kind of um, a little bit of this and a little bit of that to get something funded? Is it mainly all one? What's what's that looking like today? Yeah, absolutely, Kristen. We're seeing a, quite a few different things, actually. So everything from, you know, just a simple 401k rollover to a combination of having a 401k rollover and an SBA loan together. Uh, a lot of folks don't realize that in putting those two programs together, you might qualify for something completely different if you just did a rollover on its own or an SBA loan on its own. A rollover is a great way to be able to have the cash necessary for a down payment or let's say somebody's not working, banks are looking for some form of outside income. And so you can use a 401k rollover to pay yourself a salary to meet what a bank's requirement would be on an SBA loan. And that's kind of a little bit of a, a well-kept secret that most folks don't realize. You know, that's actually, the, that was going to be part of my next question. So that is very interesting because often people are trying to figure out how do I balance having a regular paycheck while I'm building this business. And by using the 401k, what you're saying is that could act as that ongoing paycheck to keep Absolutely. it I think the one thing I wanted to, to, to mention is that, can you kind of explain to people when you, I'm going to use the word drain, even though it probably has a negative connotation. <laughs> when you drain your 401k to make this substantial investment in your future, AKA a fran franchise, can you explain how people get their money back into their 401k or how do they start to build that back up? Because a lot of people are my age and they're like, wow, if I sink everything I have into it and it doesn't go, what happens? Absolutely. So think of it with this 401k. When you're taking this money out, we're putting it into a new retirement plan and you're getting shares of that retirement plan, just like you would have a share in the stock market. But in this time, you're the CEO, you're the one making the decisions to help grow and expand this business. And as you grow and expand your business, your shares that you invested into that are going to grow 
and become larger than what you invested. And so if your goal is to one day exit that business, you're going to be putting a whole lot more money back in your retirement than you initially took out. And so when you're taking these shares and putting them into the C corporation, where people feel more comfortable is instead of relying on somebody like Elon Musk with Tesla, who, you know, there's definitely been a little bit of fluctuation in what their stocks look like, depending on what he's feeling like putting on Twitter that day. Right. Uh, you know, you're the one making this decision and it's really investing in yourself. And the comment that I get a lot of the time is my money's just sitting in there. It's not growing. It might go down. It might go up, but I'm not really seeing any type of growth. And this is a good way for somebody to go in and, and feel uh, feel that comfortable in a way of growing your you know growing your retirement through your own decision and business making skills. If you're a current franchisee and let's say you just want to diversify your portfolio, is there anything keeping you? Like I don't have a 401k loan or rollover now, but if I wanted to do that. Um, does it give me the ability to do that even though I've already got a different franchise business? Is there anything keeping me from doing that? There's not. You can always set up a retirement plan to get yourself established with your existing business if there's money that you want to start putting away. And we have a great team that can help to be able to to facilitate all of that and, and getting that set up and really offering it to, to your employees. Because when you set up that retirement plan under your business, yeah. that can be an incentive. Not that you have to go in there and offer you know 401k matching or anything like that, but even simply sure. just offering a retirement plan where somebody can put away money tax and penalty free, it's it's a good way to keep employee retention, which isn't the easiest nowadays, but the more benefits you can offer employees, the, the better chance you have of retaining somebody. That's such a good point, Anthony. Fred, did you have something? Well, yeah, I wanted to actually go back to kind of what the um, initial impetus was, was the SBA getting rid of their list. Any, any insights on why they did that? Not really. You know, the SBA plays their cards really close to the chest. Uh, it's nothing that we feel, to be honest, I, our honest opinion on is they might just be understaffed. When we were using the SBA directory, it was taking anywhere upwards of two to three months to get a brand approved on the directory. And so, you know, I'm sure they were getting complaints left and right. They were getting it from lenders because a bank was stuck. They yeah. couldn't fund the SBA loan until that brand got on the directory. And if it was an emergency, brand, I would hate to be in that brand's shoes. Hey, I just sold my first franchise. I'm waiting two to three months. Who do they think we are that we can't even get on the SBA list? And so I know there was a lot of heartache. There was a lot of (laughs) sleepless nights for a lot of people out there. And it just wasn't, I think, as smooth of a process as they thought, because there are so many new franchises coming onto the market. Last year alone, we did 14 loans for the very first franchise of a brand new franchise concept. But at the same time, we were so involved in all that process with the directory and none of it was ever quick. And they were calling us every day and there's not a phone number to pick up and call the SBA. I mean, you can, but nobody's going to answer. And so I think it was really a, a difficult position for a lot to be in. This sounds like it's actually a good thing. That's what we feel. Uh, honestly, we really do. We had no problem placing loans before the directory was in existence, and we'll have no problem doing it now. I mean, we're really seeing a lot of banks very hungry to do that. Uh, I just feel bad for the people who wouldn't listen to this podcast or has a franchise that doesn't have a lending partner and yeah. goes out there and just gets you know taken for a ride and, and not able to ever get their SBA loan because they're working with a lender who just isn't yeah. familiar with what they need to do. 
Well, and as you said, Benetrans has been around for how many years now? 40, 40 years. 40 wow. years. That's, That's awesome. A- wow. Yeah, and DCV was there for almost 20. And so you got a whole depth of knowledge and resources yeah. like no one else out there. And that's why organizations like the IFA has recognized Benetrends to be their preferred yeah. funding supplier to the industry. Well, and it's so much of it too is about the relationship building, right? And so if you guys get a relationship built with some of these newer brands and you see what they're doing, you know, you're probably more likely to try to help fund more of their new franchisees as well. They've got now a direct contact to say, hey, let's work with Benetrend. They know us. They've done deals for us before. And it makes that relationship a lot um, more beneficial, I would think. Absolutely. And that's, that's a great point, Chris. And, you know, we do build these kind of relationships with these brands and we've launched special lending programs this year. Actually, we brought it back. This is something Benetrends used to do back in the day, but this territory lending program where we get a brand so established with certain banks that the bank will come in and take money aside out of their budget just for a single franchise concept. So we have, we have five brands that we've announced this year that range anywhere from 50 to 20 million dollars in funding just for their franchisees where all we need to do is bring them qualified candidates and the bank has their checkbook ready to go but that's because we've established the relationship with these banks with these individual franchises where they see that payments are being made on time the banks uh they don't have a default with that lender all the loans are in good standing and the bank goes hey we want more of this concept here's 20 million dollars just for this franchise to come in and get funded and so we've been really excited to announce that with five brands this year and we have probably another five that are going to be announced very soon can you share yeah absolutely so ziggy's coffee uh okay. mountain mike's pizza uh canine resorts uh body 20 is another one and then the fifth one i believe we're announcing coming up is the vitamin shop awesome that's cool i know mountain mike's from california that's cool uh, that's yeah. very exciting i would love to see as these brands come on if you can share that with us we'd be happy to put them out on the blog yeah, the bad trends has their their name out there with that because I think people. I mean, when you're trying to pick a concept, if you know that it's easy to get money, what a huge difference! Oh, big time! And this doesn't cost the franchise anything. This is what we're doing to help to be able to support them. And so this isn't anything that we charge for or go out there and seek. This is us just building this relationship with the lenders to help grow the brands that we do because our brands to us are family. You know, I I work on a personal level with all of my contacts and, you know, whether we're sharing pictures of the kids or, you know, they vacation here where I am in Utah and go out and meet them, you know, whatever that is, that's, that's just who we are. They're all family. That's awesome. Well, I have to say in in the 17 years that are 16 years that I've been doing this, every single person that I have run across and met with Benetrends has really been really authentic, super attentive, and way more knowledgeable than I could ever be. So I think that's great. I think you guys have made a really great choice in who to merge with. Yeah, we, we really appreciate that. And again, we, we couldn't be happier. Uh, you know, our last acquisition didn't end up being what we felt it was going to be. And so, of course, we were a little weary going into this one. Uh, but we, we just, <laughs> it's just been so amazing. That's great. So, it, it, so now you really are a full suite of lending options. 
Absolutely. Yeah. We have programs now that we're even launching outside of SBA and 401k. So we have a new program called the Quick Start Program, which you guys are getting a sneak peek on because we're not announcing it until June 1st, but it's you guys. So we'll let it out. (laughs) And uh, this is a non-SBA style loan that can fund in three weeks uh, for any project that's from 25,000 all the way up to 250,000 that is... uh, unsecured. So there's no home as collateral or anything like that. And uh, it's really a a very easy to use program. It doesn't necessarily fit everybody. You know, we're looking 750 credit is is a little harder to come by, but if Mm -hmm. someone has it available, uh, the interest rate can be a little higher than SBA, but nowhere near credit cards or having a program like that. So this is really going to fit something because getting an SBA loan under $100,000 is almost impossible. And so this is really opening up a, a new, you know, platform for people to continue to grow with Benetrends. So this could work for one of our lower cost franchises. And could it also work for a franchise owner who's looking to expand? Is it open to them as well? Open to expand or remodel. We feel this is going to be a really strong program for remodel. So Mountain Mike's, for example, you know, it's a 30-year-old brand and some folks have been there 30 years. And so this is something that we're rolling out for them, for their franchisees, you know, that are only looking for $30,000 to remodel. That would never happen with SBA. But with this kind of program and to have the money in three weeks, that doesn't happen with SBA either. So that's really exciting. Well, the craziest thing is I don't usually get goosebumps about money, but that one gave me goosebumps. (laughs) That's awesome. Us too. We're so excited to be announcing it and, and having it roll out. And it's all a Benetrans program. So this isn't anything that we're outsourcing or anything like that. We're, we're managing it all internally. Awesome. Anthony, thank you so much for joining us. Fred, do you have any last questions? I, I can see smoke coming out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> Silence is golden. We'll say that's no. <laughs> Three birds on the show. Never mind. <laughs> There we go. Oh, you keep that bird in your pocket. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so Anthony, seriously, I can't wait to talk to you again. And we definitely have to get some of this information out on the blog through all the social media channels, because I think this new, what are we calling it? The quick start? Quick start, the Benetrans quick start program. Yeah, that's some really cool stuff. And I go, I have a few people I know who would love to hear that information so excited for DCV, who's now joined Benetrends and uh, all the great stuff you guys are looking to do. So you better not wait another two years to come on the show. I am more than happy to come back and join you guys anytime. Thank you so much for the invitation and so honored to be a guest for the second time. Uh, we're honored to have you. Thank you, Anthony. I hope you have a great day. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. 50 graduates resulting in seven new franchisees owning eight franchise brands, more than a dozen skilled graduates who are employees of franchise companies, all of them having earned a concentration in franchising exclusively granted by the Titus Center at Palm Beach Atlantic University, plus more than 80 franchise professionals on our advisory board. The Titus Center for Franchising is on fire in West Palm Beach, Florida. What do you need to join us? My students want to hear from you. They may even want to buy your franchise or work for your company. TitusCenter.com Thank you for joining us on Pillars of Franchising today. I'd like to give a special shout out to Jerry Akers, Karen Kimsey Sword, Ray Pillar, Laura Liss, our franchise lawyer, Andrea Mundy, and a special thank you to Fred McMurray, our producer. 
This has been another episode of Pillars of Franchising. And remember, we are your resource for franchising success. Join us again next week at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, wherever you get your podcast. Have a great week.